0: I use Anchor and it's been absolutely fantastic. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, where do I begin? My reason for creating this podcast is to give a voice to those who feel as though they will never be heard. There are people in this world that have so much to say, but don't feel like they can make an impact. I know because I've felt this way for most of my life. Well, that stops now and if this inspires just one person to share their story then i've served my purpose welcome to jeff watson unplugged terrific promotions offers the ability to create custom apparel at affordable prices from t-shirts to hats banners to promotional materials let terrific bring your ideas to life you can even use their online design tool to create your own custom artwork and have it printed give them a call today at 843 843- Nine two one zero six zero seven, or visit com. That's the letter T R I F F I C promotions.com. Tell them you heard about them on Jeff Watson Unplugged. For a kid that grew up with a speech impediment, the thought of public speaking is always been a fear of mine. The idea of starting my own podcast was extremely terrifying to me. Early on in my childhood, I took a lot of hours of speech therapy, and uh, before I started school, I didn't know what issues my speech had caused. Once I got to school, it was hard for some preschool and kindergarten teachers to understand some things I said. It was sometimes hard making new friends. But after years of therapy and practice at home, I was able to correct some of the issues that once, once made me feel ashamed to talk in front of others. That fear still stuck with me, though, and I always get extremely nervous speaking in front of large groups. I, I honestly still do. It's terrifying sometimes. But this year, I've done a lot of firsts in my life. I was able to broadcast on the radio for the first time covering sports teams in my local area here. It was terrifying and nerve-wracking to say the least, but I did it. But before that, I started with a lot of questions before my first broadcast, like, what was I going to do? How would I start out? The answer to those questions was quite simple. Just talk. The nerves started to slowly fade away, and the nervous energy was replaced with adrenaline. I was pumped up. And as the game went on, I got more comfortable and settled in. Was it perfect? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, but I had so much fun doing it. And since then, I've been able to be on the air every week in some capacity or another, and I've really enjoyed the opportunity to be able to be a part of those broadcasts. This experience has helped me overcome one of the biggest fears that has stuck with me for a long time. But I believe that this opportunity has also helped me realize a very important life lesson. Sometimes we're so focused on messing up that we keep ourselves from going after opportunities. I've always wanted to be in broadcasting on some level, but never thought I could. When I was presented with a chance to do so, I almost turned it down because I was afraid. But then I asked myself, if not now, when? I strive to get better every week and I look forward to expanding my involvement in broadcast and podcast at some point. Had I never taken that first step though, I would have I wouldn't have found out how passionate I am about broadcasting on the radio and other platforms. And all I had to do was talk. Roaring Lion Marketing is a new marketing company dedicated to helping small businesses and individuals with all aspects of marketing. With over 15 years of experience, RLM will help you or your business reach the masses. After officially rebranding, they'll launch their website on November 15th. Roaring Lion Marketing, unleash your roar and be heard. reason I started this podcast was to begin talking about something else that's really important to me, speaking out from mental illness. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder when I was 21 years old. This happened after my mom passed away from uh, her battle with colon cancer. But to be honest, I should have been diagnosed long before that. Let me get into it. Will we ever question someone for going to the hospital or seeking medical attention for a broken leg? Somehow seeking medical attention for a mental illness isn't viewed the same way and there's still a stigma attached to it. Mental illness can be defined as a physical illness of the brain that causes disturbances of thinking, behavior, energy, or emotion that make it difficult to cope with the ordinary demands of life. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, mental illness affects 19% of the adult population, 46% of teenagers, and 13% of children annually. Now I'll go back to share my story. I had a pretty difficult childhood. I grew up in an abusive home when my parents were still married, and even though they divorced when I was six, the damage had already been done. My dad at the time honestly had no concept of showing love or affection he was extremely abusive to my mom and i and you know both verbally emotionally and and sometimes physically so as my parents marriage came to an end i was made to feel like i was to blame at one point my my dad even told me if you had never been born maybe we wouldn't have these problems maybe we'd still be together that really hurt the only thing that i developed during this time was a low self-esteem and a habit of lying having to always answer questions about bruises on my mom or why my dad was never around i was told by my parents to make up something or they'd give me a story to say and that's what i did and that's something i've honestly struggled with for most of my life although i've worked through that with the help of great therapy and self-discovery it's right many of the relationships i've had including my marriage this I, i said earlier that this has been a year of first for me it's also been a year of Just absolute torture and pain. I have three kids that I love dearly, and I do still love my wife. But a lot of the issues that I dealt with as a kid come up now. And, you know, I think to myself, I'm not worthy of anybody's love. I'm not good enough. I'm not this or that. And, it's taken me hitting rock bottom and having things happen to really get to the point to learn that I am good enough. I just needed to deal with the problems that I had from my past. And that's what I've been working on and I continue to work on. It's a journey. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But why do I bring this up now? For years, I went on in my life without doing anything about depression. Growing up as a young black man, I was told that depression wasn't real. Black men can't be depressed and that I just needed to get over it. I was constantly asked, what's wrong with you? I was sad, acting recklessly and turning my back on things that I love. But at no point did anybody say, maybe it's time to take you to a therapist. Partially because that was so taboo in the 90s and early 2000s. And unfortunately, it still is today. I remember playing football and being pretty good at it and you know I remember specifically my 10th grade season going into my 10th grade season had a really good spring practice and you know I was a starter on the varsity and you know the future was pretty bright and I had so much success during that spring practice that it scared me and i had a a injury to my knee but it wasn't significant enough to miss time well that injury became significant enough to miss time in my mind and i truly believe that that was the beginning of the end of uh, my college football hopes Uh, I, i had always wanted to play college football but that time in my life, I was really down, really depressed, didn't know who I was, and I gave up on football, and and that's a, a regret that I have. But my point is, there are so many people suffering that never get help because they've been discouraged from doing so. We've had generations of people raised believing that mental illness is a sign of weakness, People, if people are religious or spiritual in any way, people tell you that it's a marker of a lack of faith on your part. And that couldn't be further from the truth. I grew up in a Christian home, went to church all the time. And I would often hear people say, well, if you are struggling with depression, that means that you don't trust God enough. That's just not true. It's got nothing to do with that. Suicide rates are at an all-time high. We're seeing an increased number of black men committing suicide. And a lot of that's because they've been told, we've been told, that you can't have feelings. You can't have emotions. You have to hide them. you You have to stay away from that part. You can't be vulnerable. And that's a lie. But what can we do about it? We need to make discussing mental illness and resources a part of our daily conversations. We need to have continued outreach in communities that have been programmed to believe that mental illness doesn't apply to them because of cultural teachings. That's one reason I'm using this platform. Maybe my story will help further the narrative that it's okay to not be okay. But how do we get to a healthier place and what can we do to find proper resources? In my life, I've, I've attempted suicide three times. I've had more suicidal thoughts than I can even keep track of. But what I can say now is that I know what resources are out there for me. I've been seeing a therapist regularly, and that's, that's honestly saved my life. It's made a huge impact. But honestly, as we look at, the, at our society, again, the lack of understanding, education, and fear surrounding these illnesses often leads to generalizations. But I want to offer a few ways that people can maybe understand mental illness a little more and remove the stigma still attached to it. People need to become more educated about mental health whether it's talking to a certified professional or reading articles written by professionals becoming more educated on mental health can help with a person's struggle with mental illness or allow an opportunity to support one someone who does understanding the signs to look for can be life-saving i've had people been fortunate to be blessed with some people in my life that have seen things at times and have said hey you know are you okay you know i you seem kind of down you seem kind of rough right now what's up and you know those people more than they know really help through a difficult time people should also seek professional help Counselors or therapists are trained professionals who can provide tools and resources to help people who are affected by mental illness according to many mental health studies therapy can also be helpful for anyone even if there is no diagnosis of a mental health condition. And lastly, respect and acceptance, and this is a big one. This breaks down any barriers existing between the person person suffering from mental illness and those in their support system. The person battling the condition is more than their disease, but often won't open up about it because of the fear of being judged. And I, this is me. I mean, I, I was afraid to tell my family to tell anyone really that I had struggled with depression but that's changing now. Truly respecting and accepting the person for who they are can go a long way in providing additional support that they may need. It's critical for people to know that a lot of people struggle with mental illness and as a society we need to do a better job of making people feel more comfortable with sharing their struggles and doing something about it to help them as opposed to judge them. And that's my hope for this podcast and for this platform. You know, I I really hope that one day I can uh, continue to reach out to people and, and create some conversation and, and really get to the point where we no longer have a stigma attached mental illness but we can talk about it openly and honestly and try to try to intervene and and try to be there and you know one of the biggest things with mental illness is that people want to just fix it for you and sometimes all a person needs is just a person that'll listen to them they don't need you to fix it they don't need someone to try to make everything okay they just want to be heard I can only speak for, for myself and how uh, depression is kind of manifest in my life. But I know there were times when I wanted people to just listen instead of trying to fix everything. I'd like to thank you for joining us today on our very first episode of Jeff Watson Unplugged. I, I hope that this episode and future episodes create conversations and dialogue about many of the issues that we face in our society today. I know this episode was pretty heavy and there were some heavy topics. I understand that. We will have some fun topics in the future, but I felt it was necessary to explain why we are doing this podcast and what our mission is. We are brought to you by Lions Roar Media Company. We would like to thank our sponsors for being a part of this journey. We're just getting started. For more information or to send in comments or questions, please email us at lionsroarmediaco at gmail.com. That's lionsroarmediaco at gmail.com. We'll post new episodes each Wednesday. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this one. And if you did, you can subscribe on Anchor or Spotify. And as our uh, podcast continues to grow, we'll get on more platforms and we'll let you know when those things happen. You can follow us on Twitter, Uh, follow Lions Roar Media on Twitter at Lions Roar Media one, just the number one. So Lions Roar Media and the number one. Or you can join me, uh, follow me on my Twitter uh, account. And that's Jeff Watson 25. That's J-E-F-F-W-A-T-S-O-N and the number 25. Again, thank you for joining us. and, And until next time, God bless and keep going one step at a time.